0: Chapter Two of Five Weeks in a Balloon. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Alexey Talander, Davis, California. Five Weeks in a Balloon, or Journeys and Discoveries in Africa by Three Englishmen, by Jules Verne, translated by William Lackland. Chapter Two. The article in the Daily Telegraph war between the scientific journals mr pederman backs his friend dr ferguson reply of the savant kooner bets made sundry propositions offered to the doctor on the next day in its number of january fifteenth the daily telegraph published an article crouched in the following terms africa is at length about to surrender the secret of her vast solitudes A modern Oedipus is to give us the key to that enigma which the learned men of sixty centuries have not been able to decipher. In other days, to seek the sources of the Nile, Fonce Nili-Couriel, was regarded as a mad endeavour, a chimera that could not be realised. Dr. Barth, in following out to Sudan, the track traced by Denham and Clapperton, Dr. Livingston, in multiplying his fearless explorations from the Cape of Good Hope to the basin of the Zambezi, Captains Burton and Speke, in the discovery of the great interior lakes, have opened three highways to modern civilization. Their point of intersection, which no traveler has yet been able to reach, is the very heart of Africa, and it is thither that all efforts should now be directed. The labors of these hardy pioneers of science are now about to be knit together by the daring project of Dr. Samuel Ferguson, whose fine explorations our readers have frequently had the opportunity of appreciating the intrepid discoverer proposes to traverse all africa from east to west in a balloon if we are well informed the point of departure for this surprising journey is to be the island of zanzibar upon the eastern coast as for the point of arrival it is reserved for providence alone to designate the proposal for this scientific undertaking was officially made yesterday at the ruins of the royal geographical society and the sum of twenty five hundred pounds was voted to defray the expenses of the enterprise we shall keep our readers informed as to the progress of this enterprise which is no precedent in the annals of exploration as may be supposed the foregoing article had an enormous echo among scientific people at first it stirred up a store of incredulity dr ferguson passed for a purely chimerical personage of the barnum stamp who after having gone through the united states proposed to do the british isles a humorous reply appeared in the February number of the bulletins de la Societe Geographique of Geneva, which very wittily showed up the Royal Society of London and their phenomenal sturgeon. But Herr Puttmann, in his Mit Lugan, published at Gotha, produced the Geneva Journal to the most absolute silence. Herr Puttmann knew Dr. Ferguson personally and guaranteed the intrepidity of his dauntless friend. Besides, all matter of doubt was quickly put out of the question preparations for the trip were set on foot at london the factories of lyons received a heavy order for the silk required for the body of the balloon and finally the british government placed the transport ship resolute captain bennett at the disposal of the expedition at once upon word of all this a thousand encouragements were offered and felicitations came pouring in from all quarters the details of the undertaking were published in full in the bulletins of the geographical society of paris a remarkable article appeared in the nouvelle annale des voyages de la Geographie, de l'Histoire et de l'archéologie, de M. V. A. Maltbrun, New Annals of Travel, Geography, History, and Archaeology, by M. V. A. Maltbrun, and a searching essay in the Zeitschrift für Allemagne, Erdkunde by dear Dr. W. Köhner, triumphantly demonstrated the feasibility of the journey, its chances of success, the nature of the obstacles existing, the immense advantages of the aerial mode of locomotion and found fault with nothing but the selected point of departure which it contended should be Masowa a small port in Abyssinia whence james Bruce in seventeen sixty eight started upon his explorations in search of the sources of the nile apart from that it mentioned in terms of unreserved admiration the energetic character of dr ferguson and the heart thrice panoplied in bronze that could conceive and undertake such an enterprise The North American Review could not, without some displeasure, contemplate so much glory monopolized by England. It therefore rather ridiculed the doctor's scheme, and urged him by all means to push his explorations as far as America, while he was about it. In a word, without going over all the journals in the world, there was not a scientific publication from the Journal of Evangelical Missions to the Review Algerienne et Coloniale from the Annals de la Propagation de la foi to the church missionary intelligencer that had not something to say about the affair in all its phases many large bets were made at london and throughout england generally first as to the real or suppositious existence of dr ferguson secondly as to the trip itself which some contended would not be undertaken at all and which was rarely contemplated according to others thirdly upon the success of failure of the enterprise and fourthly upon the probabilities of dr ferguson's return the betting books were covered with entries of immense sums as though the epsom races were at stake thus believers and unbelievers the learned and the ignorant alike had their eyes fixed on the doctor and he became the lion of the day without knowing that he carried such a mane on his part he willingly gave the most accurate information touching his project he was very easily approached being naturally the most affable man in the world more than one bold adventurer presented himself offering to share the dangers as well as the glory of the undertaking but he refused them all without giving his reasons for rejecting them. Numerous inventors of mechanism of applicable to the guidance of balloons came to propose their systems, but he would accept none. And when he was asked whether he had discovered something of his own for that purpose, he constantly refused to give any explanation and merely busied himself more actively than ever with the preparations for his journey. End of Chapter Two of Five Weeks in a Balloon. Recording by Alexey Talander. Davis, California www.alexetalander.com